This program is brought to you by A to B Media Partners. Be sure to listen to the After Two Beers podcast on Spotify, Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Pocket Casts. Also, make sure to visit www.aftertwobeers.com. Welcome to the After Two Beers podcast interview sessions. We've got a really cool show today. We've got a stand-up comedian that will be performing in Indianapolis this weekend, uh, starting Friday, December 6th at 8 p.m., Saturday, December 7th at 8 p.m. He is Tony Deo. Tony, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. No, this is awesome, buddy. Now, I was going back, and we, we were doing some research, and you and I talked a lot off, off mic. And in addition to the fact that you're coming to Indianapolis this weekend— you also have a, I think it's a very exciting announcement. You've got a, a new album that's going to be launching next Tuesday. Yes, brand new album coming out on Tuesday. This one's called yes. Secret Headliner. Tell us how you came about the Secret Headliner. What I had done was, um, you know, Helium Comedy Club here in Indianapolis. Um, they have uh, like five or six of these around the country. And the one in Buffalo, they hired me to do this show called Stand Up Confidential. And it was a Wednesday night, and um, they don't tell the audience who the headliner is. And so I go to Buffalo on a Wednesday. It's snowy. The weather's terrible. I was like, ah, nobody's coming out. This is going to be terrible. <laughs> and then I get to the club, and it's sold out. I was like, oh, this is weird. <laughs> Why would this be sold out on a Wednesday for someone they don't know who the headliner is? And Were you, were you nervous at all Like they're going to be disappointed? Yes, because I found out they had never done this before, and that whole audience thought I was going to be Louis C.K. or Aziz. <laughs> or, uh, and the manager actually came into the green room. He goes, hey, I just walked back past a couple, and one of them goes, do you think it's Chris Rock? I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> this whole place thinks I'm super famous. They're going to be hugely disappointed. So I do what comedians do. I wrote like five jokes real quick about not being the guy they were expecting. Uh, I went out, just immediately addressed the elephant in the room, and the show went great. It was amazing. And so I decided if Helium hired me again to do another one of these shows, I was going to bring my equipment and record it and call it Secret Headliner. That's awesome. So where did you record the album? This one was recorded in Raleigh. They uh, they own a club there. It's actually, they left the name of it. It's called a Good Nights Comedy Club, and it's been in Raleigh for probably 40 years now. Um, so they, they didn't change the name to Helium, but uh, the Helium Group owns that club. Well, that's very cool. So <laughs> so basically you come out on stage and you're like, I know what you're all thinking. This is like a yeah. bad blind date, but at a comedy <laughs> right. show. <laughs> yep. and yeah. Put down your phones. You don't need to call your, your friend to get you out of this one. Right. Yeah, you, you don't need to tweet pictures of this. <laughs> We're all equally disappointed, including me. <laughs> No, I think that's awesome. I've got a story to tell. You guys want to hear a story? All right. When I went to college, I got my bachelor's degree in music education, and I got my graduate degree in percussion performance. Yeah. I actually have a master's in drumming, which is about as useful as it sounds. When you go to a job interview and they say, what skills do you have? Banging on stuff is not what they want to hear. 
But when I was in college, I had a chance to audition for a Broadway show called Stom. Do you guys know this show? Yeah. It's a very percussion-heavy musical. And going to this audition, I knew that there was going to be a drumming part of the audition and a dancing part of the audition. I am not a dancer. At the time, the only dance experience I had, I had played a video game called Dance Dance Revolution. And at the end of the game, there was no revolution. There was me having an asthma attack. But I was a pretty good drummer, so I didn't think it would matter how bad of a dancer I was. So I went to LA for this audition. When I got to the audition, there was already 700 people in line already. Stretch for blocks. So they sent someone from the audition down the line to give us a time slot to come back later in the day and, most importantly, to let us know they had not planned on that many people showing up. They had eliminated the drumming part of the audition. It was just a dance audition. Now, this was my first opportunity to leave. I did not. Because I thought, maybe they're bluffing. Maybe they're just trying to thin this crowd. And I'd already invested too much. I'd gone to LA for the audition. So I went back at 1 o'clock for my scheduled audition. There was a lady who was running it. Her name was Sandy. And I asked her, still thinking they might have been bluffing, I said, Sandy, are we going to do the drumming before or after the dancing? And she said, we're not. This is just a dance audition. We told you that seven hours ago. <laughs> And then she looks me right in the eyes and she goes, you can dance, right? And I said, Sandy, you're not going to believe it when you see it. <laughs> this was my second opportunity <laughs> to skedaddle. I did not. Because I thought, OK. All I really have to do is be a better dancer than the other drummers that are here, and I'll be fine. So they gave us an information sheet to fill out. I put down all the legitimate drumming experience I had. And for dance experience, I put down that I went to prom junior and senior year in high school. <laughs> Nobody slow dances to a Bon Jovi ballad like this guy. So they took about 40 of us all at the same time into this big room. They put us in a giant circle, and then they taught us a very simple dance step. Then they said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go around this circle, and each person individually will come out into the middle of the circle and do a dance solo for 30 seconds. Sweet Mary and Joseph, you've got to be kidding. They were not. This was my third opportunity to hit the bricks. I did not. And at this point, I don't even know why. I think uh, caveman instinct had kicked in. Fight or flight. You guys know me. I don't flight. I dance. So the first person goes out in the middle of the circle for their dance solo, and they are clearly a professional dancer. <laughs> the 
Then the second person goes out. They're even better than the first. <laughs> Third person goes out. I'd never seen anything like it in my life. <laughs> and I started looking around this circle and I realized everyone was like super fit. <laughs> they were all in really good shape and they were all wearing clothes you'd wear to a dance audition <laughs> if you actually knew what you were doing. And I was wearing baggy jeans and a bright yellow Cheerios shirt. Because I wanted to make sure I got noticed. I didn't need to worry about that. I was about to get noticed all on my own. And looking around this circle, that was the moment that I realized I was the only drummer in the room. All of the rest of the drummers were smart enough to go home that morning. I was the only one that heard the words professional dance audition and said, yeah, why not? <laughs> Almost a million reasons why not. That last guy just did a standing backflip. and I can't even touch my toes. <laughs> Let's start with that reason why not. But I couldn't worry about this now, because in two minutes and 30 seconds, I had my first dance recital. <laughs> so my turn comes up. And I kind of meander out into the middle of the circle with mild indifference, hoping my lack of enthusiasm would bore everyone into not watching me. Because <laughs> we've all heard that phrase, dance like no one's watching. <laughs> I did not have that luxury. <laughs> everyone was watching. And they could all tell by my ridiculous Cheerios getup that either I was the greatest dancer that ever walked the face of the earth, or I was so bad, they were gonna tell this story for the rest of their lives. So I uh, got out to the middle of the circle, took one more look around the room, and it almost felt like extra people had come in to just bear witness to this travesty of dance. I started dancing. Dance some more. Dancing, dancing, more dancing. I danced for what felt like two or three minutes. And in my brain, I was like, oh, maybe they like what they see. Maybe they just let me keep going. Those are the thoughts of a delusional lunatic. But they were my thoughts. I remembered the old showbiz motto, though. Leave them wanting more. <laughs> so I stopped. I said, that's all you get?
And then Sandy said, Tony, you still have 15 of your 30 seconds. <laughs> and then she twisted the knife just a little more and goes, but I'd stop if I were you. <laughs> you guys want to see the dance I did? Really? Not in a million years. <laughs> Tony, as I mentioned, you're going to be at the Helium Comedy Club in Indianapolis Friday, December 6th, 8 o'clock, Saturday, December 7th, 8 o'clock. So, you know, you've been traveling a lot. Obviously, you've been doing comedy now for almost two decades. And yes. what is... Boy, I don't like when you say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like I should be more successful. <laughs> you, know, I, you know what I could have said was quarter of a century. <laughs> oh, man, I would climb through this phone. <laughs> <laughs> so as you travel around the world doing this gig, what is some of the craziest things that you've experienced on the road? You know what's funny is I'm the type of comedian uh, that I don't, like, attract weirdness or <laughs> craziness. Like, I... You, I, I know comedians, they get offered drugs after shows. Never once in 20 years has anyone ever <laughs> offered me drugs. And I don't do it. doesn't matter. I'm not looking for it. But you'd think once in a while someone would say, hey, do you want some weed or something? But I just don't look like the type of guy that. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Yeah, The first time somebody offers it to you, you're going to go. Thank you so much. I don't want it. Thank you. But I appreciate I, yes, you asking. I, I don't need that, but thank you. You're doing the Lord's work. Right. Do you have some skim milk, perhaps, that I can, <laughs> yes. I can indulge in? I do. In? I love cookies and milk after a show. That's, that's how I party. That's what we do. <laughs> Every now and then we'll make brownies and we'll just eat the edges because we're crazy uh, like that. <laughs> yeah. I saw a pan like a decade ago that made nothing but edge brownies. Yes. Yeah, it was yeah, the greatest. Yeah, well, then obviously you stay up at night too and watch those uh, buy it here on television kind of products because it basically, yeah, it looked like an ice tray, like an old 1950s ice tray that was metal. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Only you poured batter in it. Yes. <laughs> Maybe somebody should offer you like edge brownie pop brownies. Oh, then they would have found the right uh, guy. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to be performing, as we mentioned, Friday, December 6th at 8, and Saturday, December 7th at 8. The Helium Comedy Club, brand new place. Uh, it's been open now for right around a year, I believe. But it's a mm -hmm. really cool venue. But what kind of comedy can people expect when they, they come see Tony Deo? Um, I'm generally uh, pretty clean. I avoid politics or news. Uh, anything like that. So if you're tired of hearing about what's going on in the world, uh, my comedy show is a good place to come. Uh, you will not be reminded <laughs> of any of that. <laughs> so we will not hear the word impeachment. You will not hear the word impeachment. Oh, you're a good or... man, Tony. <laughs> yes. <laughs> None of that. I don't like taking them into public restrooms. Um, not because of the germs, but... Just because he's kind of a yappy little kid. <laughs> and the last place you want the unfiltered thoughts of a chatty three-year-old <laughs> is an echoey, voice-amplifying public restroom <laughs> with a bunch of people in there. We had to go into one recently, and uh, 
he was all finished, and I also had to go potty, as they say in the industry. <laughs> so I had him stand back against the door, and I'm getting ready to go, and I hear this. I hear, Daddy, I know what you're up to. You've got your penis out. Even worse than I expected. <laughs> I know what you're up to. You've got your penis out. Now, to be fair, he was right. I did. <laughs> but that tone was real accusatory. I didn't like that tone. <laughs> and where can people listen to the album? Uh, you can find it on iTunes. And uh, if you're the type of person that still uh, downloads music, I don't know that there's... Uh, many of those people out there anymore, but you can still do it. Uh, you can find it on Apple Music or Pandora or Spotify or honestly anywhere that you find your music, it's going to be there. Well, you seem like yeah. a really cool guy, Tony, and it's been absolutely our pleasure. I, I mean that hey, wholeheartedly. Thank you so much. It's uh, been fun uh, being on the podcast. It's It's our pleasure. Now, where can people go and find your information, upcoming tour dates, things like that? Uh, my website is TonyDeo.com, and that's uh, T-O-N-Y-D-E-Y-O.com. Uh, you can find me on YouTube. I have a fantastic YouTube page. Uh, you can also follow me on Instagram and uh, Facebook if that's your deal, too. Yeah, and I'll, I'll tell the listeners, if you get a chance, make sure you go to Ch Tony's webpage and look at his blogs. There are these little two- and three-minute kind of videos of, of some of the things that he's done, and it's really, really funny. I mean, if you like that Jim Gaffigan kind of of, of humor, you're going to absolutely love this guy. So, Tony, I think you do awesome stuff, buddy. And, hey, thanks uh, so much, man. You're, you're very welcome. It. And uh, we wish you the best here in Indianapolis. Like I said, one more time, you'll be at the Helium Comedy Club on this weekend in Indianapolis, Friday, December 6th, 8 o'clock, Saturday, December 7th at 8. Tony, it's been a pleasure. Good luck to you. Safe travels. And Hey, uh, thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Thanks, Tony. Have a good night.